Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. So hello and welcome to the Leverage to Scale podcast. I am your host today, Katie, and I'm here with Greg. Greg, can you tell us about what you do, who you are, and what your business is? Yes. Um, for the last 10 years, I have been coaching business executive and business owners and I do leadership development and also do a small business process and systems coaching as well. Wow. So what got you into that business? Well, it's, it's pretty simple. You know, I, I did that for many years in the corporate world. I was in uh, manufacturing in the corporate space of manufacturing for over 20 years. And I found that's the part I liked best about what I did. Uh, and so I set aside all the technical stuff I did and just, I'm going to focus on, coaching others in teamwork and leadership and, and help executives to do what I was successful at doing. So I've kind of pivoted and, and now I'm kind of, I would say giving back, but it's also been a, a another uh, good career journey for me. Wow. Yeah. That's like really interesting. So as we just heard, you left the corporate world and then started your own business. What was that moment for you maybe when you were able to quit your job or, you know, your coaching business was, like more fulfilling than your corporate business? Like when did your business come to fruition for you? It probably came to fruition, but everybody wants this moment in time, but it came fruition uh, to fruition over about three year period. So I, in 2007, I made the conscious decision. Yes, I'm going to make this change. I'm going to do something different. And then uh, it happened at the end of 2010. I finally just, you know, I was doing very well and corporate wise and, and I went into my, my supervisor at the time, which was, you know, he's pretty high up and we were in the executive ranks. And I just said, you know, I'm, I'm going to make a change. And he goes, Oh man, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm, I'm resigning from the corporate world. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go do something on my own, but it wasn't as um, jumping off the cliff as it would seem to him because I had plans behind the scenes. So I had bought an insurance agency unbeknownst to him and, and um, had started some consulting work on the side. And so I had, I had, I guess, proven to myself mentally that I was ready to go and I could do this on my own. And so after a couple of years, I sold the insurance agency. As a matter of fact, I wrote about it in my book. That was the worst decision I ever did. It was the wrong business for me, but it turned out good because I cleaned it up, sold it, and then, you know, uh, made, made some uh, decent profit off of it. But it was to give me income while I was working on getting my consulting income up. But the funny thing was the consulting took off so fast that really the insurance agency was kind of in my way. So, so it was a, it was a, a thorn in my side after all, but um, you know, you do what you do and you learn along the way. Um, but I think the biggest key to it was, is having the mental stability to say, yeah, I'm ready to go on my own and, and do this thing. And, and really it wasn't that big a leap as it appeared to be when you first take it, you know? Yeah, I completely understand. So as you mentioned, you got into this because you enjoyed doing it in the corporate world and mm -hmm. um, you started in 2010. So you've been doing this for 10 years. What motivates you on your own for 10 years? What motivates you <laughs> to keep doing it every day? 
Well, if, you re- if you've ever read the book, The Big Leap, it talks about your zone of, uh, of genius versus your zone of, uh, you know, being an expert at something or, or even just a zone of competence. And, and so I'm truly in my zone of genius right now. And, and that's not a uh, arrogant thing to say. It just means you found your place where you add the most value to the world. And at the same time, you don't want to quit doing it. I mean, you know, people say if you find something that you love to do and, and, and whether the money is, is part of the equation or not, you just find yourself wanting to do it. That's what this is. I coach people naturally. And now that that spigot has been turned on, I, I can't turn it off and I don't want to turn it off. And, and quite honestly, the income has come along with that too. So, I mean, you don't do this for 10 years and not uh, have developed systems and processes to do it at a, at a place that can support your family and your lifestyle. And, and so once you taste that lifestyle, once you reach out and, and find that zone of genius and you find that, what you're doing every day fulfills you as well as adds value to the clients that you serve. There's nothing better. There's no better feeling in the world. I call it true freedom is what I call it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Making sure that your business is fulfilling you're helping your clients. Like, I mean, that yeah. sounds wonderful. I do have to ask like a not fun question though is yeah. what were some of the harder challenging moments in growing your business? You know, the, the hardest thing about growing your business is realizing that you really do have to market and that you really do have to spend an inordinate amount of time doing that part of it. Um, and it's not the kind of marketing that looks um, fancy and sexy like the internet marketing. I mean, you can do some of that. You can do some stuff on social media. But you got to remember 10 years ago, it was a lot different landscape than it was today. And the funny thing is I find, and, and I do help coaches get up and off the ground too, I do find a lot of coaches want to go do Facebook ads or want to do you know stuff on YouTube and, all, and you need to do some of those things, but that's not what's going to lift your business and get you started. It's the face-to-face con. I mean, I mean, yesterday I had a, I had a business lunch with a gentleman and we talked about how we can help his business through coaching. That's how you make the, the, uh, the inroads into growing your business. It's, it's the guerrilla marketing techniques. If you know, there's a book called guerrilla marketing. It's, sending a note in the mail, it's calling them, it's going by and seeing them at their office. It's getting in front of people, the chambers, it's the true, uh, you know, shoe leather on the sidewalk type stuff is what's really going to get your business started. Now, once you do that and you get some credibility, then the stuff on the YouTubes and the Facebooks and those kind of places bolster that, but you, you have to do some of the behind the scenes work and some of the dirty work that people don't want to do. They want to find a way not to do that. And, Every coach that I've seen fail, everybody that I've seen not really get to where they want to be is because they haven't done that work like they should have. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's uh, that kind of marketing too. I think people kind of discount sometimes yeah. in this day and age. They're like, oh, I can do it all online. And sometimes I think too, it's important to do that kind of marketing just in general to be a part of your community. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so that's what I struggled with my first couple of years is like getting my mind around that. And finally it just hit me. And I, once I did it, everything came together and, and I've never looked back. So, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. And it's cool that like, I feel like I, um, sounds like your business is probably a great part of your community as well as like online now too. In talking about online, um, this past year has been very interesting and a lot of us have yes. pivoted to online. Yes. Um, how has the past year been for your business in terms of growth? And is there anything you would have redone? Um, I would have done more of what I've been doing. Um, it's been working very well. So my business has increased 50% through the pandemic. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One is 
I'm not shy to get in front of the camera. Uh, I, every, every coaching client that I have is all virtual. They have been since 2017. So when this hit, I didn't even feel it as far as my clients and myself and our engagement. Um, that doesn't mean I don't go see them face to face from time to time. Cause I think that's important, but our coaching engagements are just like this, it, right where I'm standing. This is the whiteboard behind me that we use. I, I move these diagrams out of the way and we're, we're writing all over the, the whiteboard and we're figuring out their business right here. So this is the classroom that we have built to coach them. And this is what they expect. So the, it, they didn't get impacted in any way. The reason why it grew though, was because people were reaching out going, man, I don't know what to do in this crisis. And I was like, well, I can help you. And so I would give them a little bit of free advice and it turned into, Hey, I need to work with you long-term because there's a lot I don't know about my business. Cause you got to realize most small business owners, which is who I focus on now from a business system standpoint, they understand the technical side of their business, but they don't understand the business side of their business. Not truly. And so that's what we're helping them put together. And uh, we, we liberate them from chaos. That is our goal. We, we give them clarity to help them create massive freedom. That is what we do. And so doing that through the, the virtual world is just as powerful as you're doing it uh, face-to-face. They just have to do the work. And what they're finding is through the virtual world, I can actually keep tabs of them a lot quicker than I can face-to-face because I have more time and then they can connect with me quicker. And if they have a quick question, we jump on here and, and knock it out. So it's been really good for me. Um, and I've seen a lot of businesses struggle and make a lot of pivots. I was just blessed that I didn't have to do much of that at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really cool that your business was already online. So it kind of almost like helped you grow. Like you're able to be like, okay, what are we doing already? That's yes. gonna help us now. How can we scale that to make it better? Yes. Um, you know, we talked about now we've talked about the past 10 years. Where do you see your business in the next five to 10 years? <laughs> Oh, I like that question. Um, I'm going to give you the five-year answer because 10 years is just too far out for me. I got so much to do, (laughs) but what I'm working on right now is, is really growing additional coaching groups. So, you know, I do a lot of one-on-ones with small business owners, the ones that can afford that and the ones that can't afford that, they they get in groups. And so we're launching a couple of more groups as we speak. And I would expect that to be uh, at a fever pitch level over the next 12 months to where we have so many groups that, and I'm actually literally coaching coaches how to handle groups because we got so many groups that are going to be coming in that we need additional coaching, which is fantastic. So that that's the first level. The second level is uh, we are creating some courses and a leadership workshop that people can go through. And this is for small business and for corporate. And, and it's called Gray University. And uh, I don't know where I got that name. It's just my last name, right? So Gray University is going to be all about leadership development, organizational development, and teamwork. That's what I cut my teeth on when I first got out uh, of the corporate world. And I was going back into corporate and doing those things. Well, now we're going to take it to the masses through online because I have some corporate people reaching back out going, man, we still need what you were doing. But honestly, I don't want to get in a plane and travel like I used to do to do that. So we're going to do it online, make it more accessible and more affordable for them. So, you know, if there's a leader or a potential leader in a company that just can't quite get the education they need, we're going to provide that at a, at a much cheaper price than would cost to go there in person. And along with that, tie that into executive coaching, which I do a lot of now, but we want to take that to the next level. So we're really focused in three years from now is really our goal. October 1st of 2023, we want that to be hitting uh, a, a major stride and be a, a, be a, a significant part of our business. 
Wow. I mean, that's like a really amazing goal to like strive toward. I think that's really cool. Um, scaling back down just a tiny bit, you know, we're halfway through August of 2020. So, you know, we only got about three months left. What does success look like in 2021 for you? And what goals do you have to reach next year? I always measure my success from a business standpoint as can I impact more people with less of my time? I don't really measure it in money because money comes. Now, at the end of the day, you have to look and see if the profitability to the bottom line, does it, does it also increase or at least stays you know, the same because you're used to that income level. But usually when you do the right things, the income takes care of itself. So if I can spend less of my hours to impact more people, then it's a really big win because that ties into my personal freedom. Um, like we were talking before we started interviewing, I live south of Nashville and I live on a farm. And I like playing around with my cows and my sheep. It's not what I do full time, but it's my hobby. You know, I like to spend time with my daughters and my wife and all those things. So I try to carve out more margin for my life, but at the same time, impact more people. And so we've got some big goals about how to do that. And that's also enlisting other people to coach and those things as well. But it's also setting up the systems and processes, right, to say, okay, can we create products and avenues where they can engage with us but yet it takes less of less of our time. We do, we do something once and it pays a thousand times versus doing something a thousand times. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So we're unfortunately like already nearing the end of our interview. Oh. The bummer. Cause I love hearing about your business and how you're helping people and how you want to grow to help people even more grow their business. Um, but my final question for you is how can our listeners in our community help you reach those goals that you mentioned for next year? Well, if you're at all wanting to grow leadership in your in your small business or your or your corporate business, um, you can go to gray.university, www.gray.university and sign up. We're actually launching in uh, mid-September and this workshop will come out uh, the 17th of September and then uh, the week after the first workshop will happen and then you can get into the uh, pattern of going through this workshop. It's a 12-month program and you're going to find the prices very, very reasonable. It's a lot lower than you probably what you would imagine. But if you, if you sign up now, between now and September, you'll actually get a, a discounted price and you lock in that price for as long as you're in. And so each person in your company that would like to sign up, have them do so. And it's going to be an incredible program. That's the first way. The second way is just um, listen to my podcast, read my book, those kind of things. If, you, if you're all interested in your small business, business owner freedom is, is the is the brand for all of that. And so if you're interested in turning your business around, go to businessownerfreedom.com and you can find everything we talked about right there. But the, but the main thing I'll say, the parting thing I'll say is though, is the, go invest some time in yourself, go figure out who you are, what you want, create a vision story for your life and then go make it happen. Awesome. That's some wonderful advice, Greg. Thank you again, Greg, for being on today. It was wonderful chatting with you and listening about your business. And it was just honestly a great time. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I wish it could go longer. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. 
each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.